Hey. hey. Hello, hello, hello. Yo, Kyle's Kyle's a tired boy today. Oh yeah. We're blessed. Yeah, coming in that night shift. That that 9 p.m. hitter. You no? know what? The nighttime is is upon us here. Among us, upon us. I said among us and upon us, and it sounded like upon us. That's going to annoy me when I'm editing later, but <laughs> <laughs> we're here now, so let's get it well, going. One of us went to college. <laughs> one, yeah, right. one upon us went to college. I don't know which one. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways. <laughs> um, well, hello. Hel- hello. Welcome to the show. Kyle, how was your week this week? It's been, been crazy. So Brooklyn's not two yet. But she's in those terrible twos. She oh, no. I am now. I'm now realizing what it is that kids don't. They don't do anything in particular in their twos to be like, be rude or be mean. It's that they have no idea what's right and wrong. So they have no conscience about what they're doing. They they just do whatever they feel. <laughs> so put Brooklyn down for a nap this week, and uh, we have we have the baby monitor in there. We got two of them because one of them. We have a the the screen will pop off so we can see Noah and Brooklyn in the separate rooms, and then the other ones just to get the whole view of the layout. Mm-hmm. But I only had the the one camera, and she had gotten out of her bed. Normally, sometimes during her nap, she just won't sleep, so she just fucks around, plays her toys, whatever. So I didn't think anything of it. I think Brittany went down for a nap. About an hour later, she came over and she's like, "Hey, like you can't see Brooklyn on the thing." I'm like, "Yeah, she's just playing, whatever." She's like. I think, like, I don't know, this seems a little fishy, like, is there any creams or anything that she can get into? I'm like, probably creams. not, I don't know. What do you mean creams? Like, uh, like, butt cream, like, uh, cause like when you do, like, when you do their diapers, sometimes they get rashes, so you gotta use oh. butt rash. Yeah. When you said butt cream, I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> Sorry, contacts, please. I'm, literally, I'm so parented that I have no idea that that wasn't even a normal thing for every room. I but mean, I, who doesn't lotion their ass? But like, <laughs> what specifically? Cream like, they go for a run? Like, they get that shape? Or what are you which, talking about? Which cream are you talking? <laughs> okay, continue. But uh, so I'm like, I'm, like I assume we put it away. Like I don't know. So then I'm like, okay, well I better go check. So I walk in the room. And when I say she is head to toe, probably an inch layer of this fucking cream all over her. And she's just <laughs> laughing at me. And I'm like, oh my fuck. Brittany called it right off the bat. Oh my god. Whip her god. out, take her to the shower. We're in the shower a good probably hour. Just washing this. Because you wipe it, nothing happens. Because this is waterproof. Because it's meant... To stay on, like, when they pee and stuff, it's, like, for when they're really, really little, it's not supposed to wipe off. So I'm fucking wiping off. Now it's all over my skin. By the time we're done, it just feels like we're, like, jello. Just, like, a hard jello casing on the outside of us. And, oh, it was just... That was the beginning. Now Brooklyn... Then the next time she went for a nap, look on the monitor, and she chose... She's got her, her single bed that she always sleeps on. Blankies, every toy that she wants, jumps off that, jumps into Noah's crib, jumps up, oh no, before she goes into the next spot, she jumps to the window, takes everything that's on the windowsill, throws it in the crib. Pictures, frames, whatever, doesn't matter, throws it in the crib, jumps back in the crib, climbs over, gets on the changing table, and falls asleep on there. (laughs) <laughs> the least comfortable spot doesn't even have a towel on it's just a wet uh, not a wet uh, cold plastic surface and she's like this is where my home is now so then that <laughs> night we go for bed and she jumps on there again I'm like oh you're just gonna sleep here she points over she's like yeah Banky like, I'm not giving you a blanket. You're not actually sleeping here. We're going back down. Like this isn't a thing here. She thinks that's her bed. Yeah, but oh man, she just she has no conscience. She'll do whatever she wants right now, and it's <laughs> it's the funniest and the hardest thing because you're not supposed to laugh at it all because they. Encourage but like, it. yeah. My my thing is when when I get super super angry, like if I'm like if I'm about to get in a fight or something, I start crying. If somebody is just having a temper tantrum or doing something completely wrong, it's hilarious to me and I can't stop laughing. So every time that she does something wrong, I burst out laughing and she doubles down. Cause she's just like me, she loves the center of attention. (laughs) 
She sees her joke is hitting. She's doubling down. She's going as hard oh, as she no. can. It's it's a tough life right now. <laughs> and she turns two next month. <laughs> like so, we got a long time going on this one. Yeah, you got fucking sixteen more years. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, it's gonna get worse because eventually the things I'm not gonna be laughing at anymore. <laughs> um, give a quick shout out. To our boy uh, Ty Declare and the mm. Declaration Podcast, we uh, we were on his podcast uh, we filmed last week, so we should be up uh, sometime this week. We'll uh, we'll post links to that so you can uh, check it out. Came check through, changed his tempo a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's he's, uh, he's been uh, doing this for a little bit longer than us, so it's nice to uh, you know see what other people are doing and uh, throw a mix of our uh, obnoxious sense of, yeah. <laughs> right. sense of humor in there. But uh, lots of good stories. I used to, I went back to high school with this guy, so we're gonna be getting him on our podcast in the near future, and then uh, we'll get to uh, share that with all of you as well. Yeah, that's that's our that's our next big thing is start getting guests. Obviously, can't do it live because of uh, the fun COVID shit. But uh, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna be we refiguring that shit out. So we'll get the uh, get the Zoom calls going, yeah. learning everything on the fly. Couple um, couple boys out here. My week was uh, my week was pretty chill. I got bored and was just fucking with people as I uh, as I do. Oh, I, I think I remember <laughs> we might have a shout out to make. Oh no! <laughs> we might We're gonna leave that one boy out there. <laughs> we get in too much trouble. But um, <laughs> the other day I uh, I noticed that the um, obviously like you know anyone knows a bar they got like different kinds of fruit and stuff like that. I found a bag of like raspberries that was like kind of like they took it out it thawed they kind of like melted into this mush and then they decided to throw it back in the freezer and it just came oh, yeah. out it just like looked like this ball of like it looked like a heart to be honest and it was like now it's melted a little too so it looks red yeah and so i like took a picture of it and i just like sent it to a couple people was like I was like, told them the story. I was like, yeah, an ambulance showed up and they asked us to put this heart on ice. And it was like, it's crazy. And like most, there was, a, there was three tiers. The first tier was people that immediately knew I was trolling. And they just like, haha. Or is that raspberries? And I'm like, yeah, we're done this. Okay. Didn't go anywhere. <laughs> and then tier two was the, what? Oh my God. Ugh, Dustin, you almost had me there. I had to double take. That was tier two. Tier three was like a good like, what? Oh my God, how can they do this? They used our Ziploc too, that's weird. Oh my God, how is that sanitary? Is that a biohazard? Like two people yeah. just, they just like message, message, message. And I'm just saying, I'm like, damn. Like, don't they know that I'm a troll? What are they doing? <laughs> they are much to go. Like, you just throw in a line and see if you can pull anything back. Oh, there's two bites. Like, what? Yeah, we got two of the dum-dums. <laughs> they popped off. The one, the one girl was like trying to play it off like I didn't get her. And I'm like, give me a break. <laughs> Try and talk your way out of that one. It's ridiculous. But, uh, you know what? As, uh, as all things do, what goes around comes around. And, uh, today... I was had, and I'm very oh, upset about it because it got got. It, it was the way I got got to be specific <laughs> was uh, in front of a couple customers at work, and I didn't want to like be gross, but basically I went to go sip my water as I was very thirsty, and it was so fucking salty, I was dying. <laughs> and the thing was. Is, I wasn't expecting it at all. It didn't even cross my mind. The other time my drink had been fucked with, it was like a nice tea or something. So you can kind of like, the color is a little off. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's whatever. But this was just water. But it was so fucking salty. Like, I don't know how much she put in, but obviously Enough. a lot. And like, I took one sip and it like, just like choked up my entire body. And I just like healed over my, <laughs> I'm like gagging. And I'm like, oh my god, I don't even have time to like tell her to fuck off because there's like a customer looking at me and I'm trying to like contain this me spitting up everywhere thing that's <laughs> happening right now. And like, I can just see the customer being like, I'm just imagining like if I just start yeah. spitting up and cussing everywhere, they're gonna be like, ew, what the fuck is going on over there? And I speak to your manager. Yeah. <laughs> but I literally, I was dying. <laughs> so like, I go to the water. I have to get my own water. Like I said, I don't even have time to cuss her out. All I have to do is grab water because I am so thirsty now. <laughs> like, it was so gross. It was, uh, it was really tough. And, uh, 
You know what? Perfect timing. I know she's gonna hear this, so I just want you to know. I'll, it'll come back. Game on. I got nothing else to do. I'm working there all the time, so don't you worry. <laughs> I got eight hours and nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. Finish my job real quick, and then uh, the plotting has begun. Don't you worry. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, it works been pretty chill. Nothing crazy. Uh, I think um, today uh, when I was at, a, was at football practice, um, I was quite amused because anybody that knows anything about football, there's these little shoots, linemen go through them to stay low. If anyone doesn't understand football, it's a metal cage with a couple bars that are about chest high. You just gotta run low through them so you don't hit your head on them. That's a general idea. Yo, tell me how these guys were ringing their beans left and right. One of them wasn't even wearing his helmet today, so he just ate the fucking metal bar off his head. And I'm like, dude, get low. That was the only thing I was going to say. Like, sometimes you wear a hard hat and something, you hit the top of it. You go forehead. You just watch the bar hit you. Literally, like, I brought it out because they got their helmets. So I'm like, you have a helmet, you'll be okay. But, like, chill, go low, do do what I'm telling you to do so you don't ring your fucking head. Man, these guys hit their heads so much. And I was like, wow. I, uh, <laughs> we're going to have to break this down, do some uh, work on staying low. Get some elastic bands on <laughs> these guys down. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to do a little more. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. I was like, I didn't think this was a tough drill, but apparently we need to uh, progress yeah. to it before we can do I it. Thought, right. I thought ducking was kind of like <laughs> a prerequisite for being alive. Yeah. But. Ain't nobody played dodgeball apparently. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty tough. It was quite amusing. Um, what do you got? What do you got oh. this week? Well, I'm jumping right into it. So Draymond Green. Okay. Mm. So anybody that watches basketball, Draymond Green is the fourth, the third or fourth pony on the Golden State Warriors. Like fourth when Durant was there. Third now that uh, it's just Curry. But um. He he's been kind of showing out as an analyst and as uh, like just in his interviews how he he can he can really read the game and uh, talk the game of basketball extremely well. So he there's that one side of him that super articulate and knows every little intricate part, and then the other side of him that's been showing out lately. Where a couple weeks back. It's, uh, I think there's six or seven seconds left in the game. Mm-hmm. Inbound pass goes to Draymond Green at the half. Throws it up with enough time that the other team got a rebound, dribbled it out. It's like, you have Stephen Curry on your team. Yeah, I saw that. The That's only so player rough. in the entire world where if you have more than five seconds, figure out a way to get it to him. Doesn't matter how <laughs> many people are there. But he chucks it up, super bonehead move. Then this past week... <laughs> like I, I saw this clip too. Like under thirty seconds, jump ball. He just makes some move on it. Doesn't end up getting it. Hayward gets the gets the timeout called, and he goes ballistic. Starts freaking out at the ref, freaking out at everybody. Clearly, he's getting warnings because it's been like five, ten, fifteen seconds of him just screaming, berating everybody, getting held back. He keeps going, keeps going. Finally, they give him the double tech. Which leads to two free throws. Oh, and by the way, Charlotte's down by two right now. So they get two free throws in the ball. With now the chance to have their last shot. Terry, Scary Terry, Terry Rozier, hits the bucket. Crazy, very nice bucket. He's been going on a tear for the last, like, I think, ten games. But gets the game winner. Draymond Green. Like, <laughs> that. this is what I want to say. Is, is it... Is it a good thing that he's showing how smart he is off the court when he acts such like such an emotional baby on the court? Like it's such a contrast. Because if if you were just if he was always like that, it'd be like, okay, well, he's just an emotional guy. Like you, it's hard for him to tell the moment. But you hear him talking; he understands every single part of the basketball game. So he's just he's specifically doing this, knowing how bad it is. I think it's. I think it's. The emotional aspect of it, I think, is definitely the important one there. For me, I feel like what I'm hearing is he knows what to do. When he's calm and he's talking and he's just doing his thing, 
he he knows basketball. He can tell you what to do. But the moment the the clock is on and he's got shit going on in his head and you know shit hits the fan, all of a sudden he's reacting emotionally to plays. Yeah. And reacting emotionally in situations like that, it's going to cause mistakes. It's going to cause him to dive on the, the guy with the ball on the yeah. ground and like like I I don't know basketball like the rules that's technical but like if he's on the ground can you just dive on him and try and take the ball and get the jump ball or is, yeah the idea silly. the idea was that he was trying to get trying to get to the ball if they both have the ball and there's no timeout called that's a jump ball because they both have it so that that was his idea is try and get there but at that point if you don't get it and they get the timeout. Then that's it. No harm, no foul. You didn't do anything wrong. They didn't call a foul on you. You're fine. You got off scot free. You did everything you can to try and get the ball. You didn't get it. Now go play defense. This is what you're. This is what you're here for. Yeah. But yeah, what you're saying with the emotion is that that's kind of what keeps keeps players at a lower tier. Is the, the what happens in the clutch times? What happens with the lights are the brightest? It's uh, something. This kind of leads into another one I was going to talk about. Is uh, I've been. Watching it a lot in a guy that you're clearly not a big fan of, but Chris Paul. So, <laughs> so Chris Paul, he he was at one point, everybody was positive, he's going to be the best point guard that's ever played basketball. I wasn't but, there for that. I no, don't remember it. It's, but it's... It's gone away because of the because of those bright lights. He's had he hasn't had many opportunities. He's only been to the conference finals once, but he's he's shot himself in the foot two or three times in big, huge moments in the playoffs, and that's what changed him from being potentially the top point guard and one of the top players of the gen, of, of this like the next the last two decades to being a, a really good point guard and a really good regular season player. That's what that's what changed him. And that's that's what this is with Draymond Green. He has the he has the ability and the brain to be one of those top level guys that can make those clutch plays because he can read the game. But he's so emotional that he makes those little mistakes at the end. And that's that's something that Steph Curry doesn't do. That's something that Kevin Durant doesn't do. LeBron doesn't do. Right. Once you get to that echelon, you don't make those mistakes because there's no there's no light bright enough to fuck with you. You're too good for that. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's. It's tough because, like, you think of a guy like Draymond, like, he's been there for all their championships. He's probably, probably lock himself up in the Hall of Fame just based off that and being 100%. such a defensive force. But, like, are you going to go and embarrass yourself like this? Like, yeah. And that's the thing is that he's always done this, but nobody knew how smart he was before. Yeah. Like, everybody was like, this is who Draymond Green is. He is, he is a, he's a defender. He can make plays. And he's emotional. He plays with his heart on his sleeve. He's going to put everything out there. But now you also see that he he's technical and understands the moment. He understands everything that's happening. But he chooses to let his emotions take over anyway. He's yeah. smart. He can pick apart everything. But he allows that part to fuck with him. So like in my mind, I it changes who you are. If you're, if you're just a dumb guy, you're allowed to make those mistakes. You're, you, you can make those mistakes... With Im- impunity, but once you once you become an actual Big word for you, I know. <laughs> Did you see how long it took me to think of it? I was like, "Is this the right one?" Immunity, impunity. Those are the two words going through my head. I'm like, "Immunity is something with the vaccine." I know that. Continue. But I made it so with no impunity, and uh, but that's that's where he's changed. He's he showed that he's too smart to make these mistakes. And I think that exposed him as even less of a player than what some people... People, like, kind of had had him as one of the top defenders and one of the top playmakers. So, uh, in the kind of superstar echelon of the the, uh, the league. And then he slowly kind of dropped down to the all-star level. But now that people are seeing that he's just making these dumb mistakes and not, not capitalizing in the clutch... That's pushing him down just to a rotation player. He's just a guy that's on the on the team. Now, how far do you think he has to push this before all of a sudden, Mr. Kerr is just like next? He, he's he's think too it's possible? good. It's it's it's. I don't I don't think it is. I think if at at the most, if he's if he's on the roster, he's going to be a starter. Uh, there's like he's. 
smart enough. He plays. He has good enough skill to play, but and he generally doesn't like shoot that often. Like that's why the half court shot was fucking retarded. He seems like but, he has a good control of the locker room too. Yeah. Well, it's that's the thing is that he's just he's always emotional. So like Kevin Durant, everybody made the big speculation because. Draymond Green and him were arguing and he said something about like you're not even gonna be here next year anyway blah blah and like he he's not really this like he's he's showing who he is more but then on the like it's just the the Jekyll and Hyde of him in my in my mind's eye you see the the brilliance of how he talks on the sideline and the like stupidity of what he does on the court so it's just uh it's an interesting guy from what I've been seeing. Now, that kind of reminds me when it comes to this idea of like reacting emotionally. Um, that kind of reminds me of what happened to uh, Cam Newton this last weekend. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah, those so, fucking Muppets. For those that don't know, Cam Newton was uh, at a football camp that he was running, I guess, and uh, one of the kids on the field, some teenager, starts like coming at him, calling him a free agent, saying he's ass. Tell him, like, just coming at him, and Cam's just like, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, the whole time, Cam's just like, where's your daddy? Yeah. Like, I, I like to talk to your daddy. I like to talk to an adult here. <laughs> yeah. And and then at the end, like, he, you know, he didn't, he didn't, like, go out of his way to try and, like, humiliate this kid or anything like that. He He's like, you want attention? I'll give you attention. He like, starts asking about his game and stuff like that. Just, like, it was kind of a good demonstration of him being an adult but like I guess the reason why I bring it up though is because I was listening to people talk about um, the perspectives on it and it's like on one side people are saying this kid was very disrespectful you got a former national champion a former Heisman winner a former first round pick a former league MVP someone that's been to the Super Bowl and you're gonna disrespect him at a game, and at you're a- at his motherfucking camp. <laughs> yeah, like, his ca- that what is he doing to me. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. And there was a lot of people that felt that way, but there was one perspective that I thought was quite interesting, um, and that was one guy who was basically saying um, that that's how this generation kind of communicates. It's not necessarily that he was trying to be disrespectful. But, like, it's the competitiveness, it's how they talk, and, you know, Cam wasn't mad after the altercation because he he knew what it was. He knew what the intent behind it was, so there was okay. So, it wasn't disrespectful, that's just how these kids talk. No, that that sounds like some fucking old guy trying to say that he understands kids. Like, that's not how kids talk. That's how that coaches high school that I guess is also is trying to say he knows how kids talk. Yeah, that's, yeah, you, <laughs> oh, man. That's the that's the stupidest thing because that's that's comparing what what we do when we roast each other to that's diluting it down to me saying you suck you're 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 trash you're trash you're trash over and over and over that's all the kids said which if he, if he started roasting him and saying like saying actual jokes about it that's what kids do nowadays when you go on you go on TikTok you go on social media you watch YouTube videos of pranks mm-hmm. they're making fun of people they're making jokes at them and they they've got like an actual skit or a prank going on this kid was just trying to talk shit like all he was doing you suck you suck if you're not funny that's not how people talk that's just that's somebody trying to make an excuse for this kid to say whatever the hell he wants yeah and the thing too is I think the that argument that that guy made I can't remember his name I feel like it was LeVar Arrington but I can't remember don't quote me on that anyways don't quote that guy on anything <laughs> the, the reason why I didn't I couldn't side with that take was because it's what the kid said after the fact after the videos go viral and everybody in the football world sees this stuff the kid posted an apology and his apology, it's a decent apology, but what he says in the apology is he let his competitiveness get the best of him. Now here's the thing. He wasn't competing against Cam in anything. Cam was on the sidelines and he was on the sidelines and this guy on the sidelines starts chirping Cam who was just walking the sidelines. It's, no, here's the thing. If I'm an inferior, like I'm a high school player and I've got a pro in front of me with the resume that we just talked about, 
if we're doing some kind of like, like, you know, like some kid said he's going to beat Jordan in 21 or something. If I'm directly competing against you, yeah, let's talk a little shit. Yeah, let's that's, let's, that's let's have a little bit because it's all jokes. It's competitive. It's just how we play. Mm -hmm. You can give it back to me. You hit a jump, uh, you know, hit a jump shot on me. You can talk shit to me and be in my ear because you just hit that shot. Yeah. But if we're not playing and I'm just passing by you, I'm like, yo, you suck. And then I start getting personal with everything and, you know, saying your ass, you don't have a job and all this stuff. It's like, that's not competitive. There's no competition. You're a bystander at his camp. What are you competing yeah. for? You're, you're not competing for anything. You're trying to be funny, but you're just being, like ever said, disrespectful and stupid. Like, and that kid didn't write that apology. There's, <laughs> like, there's no, like, like you said, there's nothing to be competitive about. So if somebody else wrote the apology and was trying to spin it in a way that made it sound like the kid was just, he's a hard-hitting, like, oh, he's just an athlete. That's what athletes do. Young boys, you know. But it's not. The the guy, the kid was just being a piece of shit because he wanted to. There's, yeah, there's no excuse for it. it like, yet, like you said, if Cam walked by and said, like, uh, said something about how fast he was running or something. Now you have all rights. You can you can say whatever you want back to him. But if somebody walks by and you say you say shit to him and he still doesn't respond, then that means you're just the asshole, right? That's like, it. There could have been even like the littlest thing, like talking or calling him slow or something, and it's like, all right, let's race. Now you're competing. Now yeah. you can talk a little shit. Be like, hey, you're a little old man. Whatever. You, I don't know. Say something. That, Cam's it, not slow. But. Yeah. That, that's what I. That's what I wanted to see because I like you see that like with the MJ thing with uh, Steph Curry. Tyree Kill races guys. Tyree Kill. Yeah. Tyree Kill got mossed by that high school. <laughs> it happens because yeah. and that the kid put up and he he was able to put up so he didn't have to shut up. Exactly. So, so if this kid this shit. kid talk shit, get on the field now. Let, let's do it. Now there's no there's, this whole thing doesn't happen. Right? There's no there's no worries about it because the kid talked shit, got put in his place because Cam Newton's obviously gonna fuck up any anybody that's <laughs> talking to him. There's there's not many people <laughs> on this planet that are just gonna walk onto the field and outshine Cam Newton. <laughs> but like that's the thing though, any kind of competition makes it competitive. Yeah, you're allowed you're allowed to say no holds barred once but game's the, on. But the absence of any competition. <laughs> Just means you're just being a dick to somebody who's giving you their time yeah. and their expertise, and you could learn from them, but you're more concerned about trying to get popular on yeah. Instagram. It's like, and dude. like you're kicking a guy when he's down. Like he's he's like we said, former MVP, the whole resume, and he has no job right now. Like that's that's unfortunate. That's not something that he feels happy about. Right? There's nobody like in their early 30s that's like, oh, this is awesome that I might be forced into retirement soon. Right? Like that's that's not like you're just being a dick to like somebody <laughs> in the worst situation. Yes, the dude's got millions of dollars in his pockets at that moment, <laughs> but he's still in a shitty situation mentally. Yeah, and I think at that point, guys like him, they're not worried about the money. That's why he took such a shit contract this last yeah. year. He's in it to, you know... To shut that kid up. <laughs> he's in it to, he's in to play football. Yeah, he wants to play football. And, and that's the thing, like, it's just... You're talking to a guy that's achieved everything you're dreaming of achieving and probably most likely will never have the opportunity to, to achieve. Because yeah. not many people have that resume. Like, I can't even, off the top of my head, I can't think of a single Heisman winner that won MVP in the last 20 years. Like, Reggie Bush didn't, right? Reggie Bush never won the MVP. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I and just he, knew and, he played. And good. guys like Peyton. Manning. I think he took his. I think he lost his Heisman too. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys like Peyton Manning didn't win the Heisman. Mm. So it's like, there's, I'm sure there's probably someone in like the 70s or something, but like early 80s. Yeah, like, I guess that that's true. Like even, like the the last couple like big like Tim Tebow even didn't didn't he Tim win Tim Tebow doesn't even play me that, that's what I'm saying yeah. like that's that's generally how it goes is somebody that puts puts out everything in college gets to the NFL and finds out it's a whole different game there's there's different levels once you get there you and then what? the opposite happens again with like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning like you said I have to I have to backtrack on myself because I'm an idiot I'm embarrassing myself in this very moment and I'm sure there's probably a bunch of our buddies that are probably already picked up on the mistake I just made oh, I really and I, I just realized 
Lamar Jackson. He's literally the quarterback of my team. He won the Heisman and the MVP in this, like, literally last year. Like, how did I forget? I'm so stupid. <laughs> Never in the last 20, literally last year. <laughs> Before that, there hasn't been anybody like this. You know what that reminds me of? Okay, yo, shout out to, like, grade 8 or grade 9. I can't even remember. But you remember when we were in gym class and I was like, yo, I never met a white Lewis. And it was literally the only time I ever had a teacher named Mr. Lewis and he was white. <laughs> and I was in that class when I said it. And everyone just kind of like, <laughs> like looked at the teacher this like, guy. what do you mean? <laughs> I'm so stupid. You're pretty you fucking dumb. Disregard pretty much the last five minutes of conversation because most things you say I disregard anyway. <laughs> But this regardless is, this is normally the, the only time I listen to you. Is when like, you're like, oh, I'm asking you questions about football because I assume that you kind of know something. But well, apparently, I mean, I'm glad I caught the mistake on the fucking podcast versus having to post this, go to the comment section, and someone like John is like, you're an idiot. No, that would have been better. <laughs> we could have got traction. You fucked us. <laughs> but yeah, oh man. But okay, but, but like in, the, the point general, stands, yeah. this isn't something that happens all the time. How do you just go around disrespecting somebody that's put down yeah. this resume when you could be learning from them? Like, to me, it's nonsense. Kid's an idiot. And to be honest, it kind of goes, it kind of goes back to some of the things that we've talked about, like being like a shitty teammate and being toxic and stuff like that. It's, it's about how you present yourself. And when coaches are looking for players for the next level, obviously what you put on tape and your film and everything, that matters. But the higher level you're going to play at, they need to know that you're right in here and in here you have character, that you're the mm. right kind of person. Because they're investing a lot of time and energy and in a lot of some cases money into you. Yeah. And if you're not the right person, there's someone that's good like you probably somewhere else that isn't all of these negatives. They're going to want him. And so if you're maybe this kid that was talking shit to Cam, maybe he was nice. I mean, I saw a clip that people were posting about him getting bodied. <laughs> it didn't look good. But like, <laughs> maybe he's nice. Maybe he's like the best corner of his class or something. Because I think he looked like a DB from what I saw in the clip. Um, he, looked, he looked pretty small. So. <laughs> okay. I mean, like the, the film of him actually okay. playing. He was wearing two and he was covering someone. I'm assuming he's a yeah. corner. But um. You know, maybe he's the best of his class, but, you know, if he's an asshole that doesn't know how to shut up, doesn't know how to, like, you know, respect his, you know, superiors and just people that know what they're talking about, you can't show respect to them and you're more concerned about making fun of them so your boy next to you is laughing because, oh, he's a savage or some bullshit. See, yeah, I, I, go, I go back to it that if he would have actually made good jokes i'd be all for it like yeah you you want to talk your shit i don't like i don't really give a shit about respect your elders shit like i they're just people you can make jokes at anybody they can make fun of you you can make fun of them it's just that's that's what it was the, the guy didn't make good jokes you make shit jokes now now you're, you're the one at fault and anytime that a joke doesn't land it's your fault <laughs> i mean I, I i get that i guess I guess like, I, reason... I'm just—I'm kind of a dick, so I don't—I don't care about anybody. Like if if, <laughs> if 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 like if I'm talking, if I see somebody talking shit to somebody, I'm not like, man, why are you doing that? That guy might be this. That guy might be that. It'd be like, well, this this guy looks like he's having fun. Like I want to—I want to join in. See what see what's wrong with this kid. See, I guess the thing is, is like Cam Newton is the kind of player that really connects to the younger generation too. So like people can relate to him it's easier to talk to a guy like that. So, like, yeah, if you were yeah. just being funny and made some jokes, yeah. Cam would have, like, you know, he would have had some funny things to say back because he's that guy too. But, like, you're just saying ignorant... Like, he didn't even say anything funny. Did, like, you said you watched the clip? Yeah, yeah. All this guy is saying is, you're a free agent. You're ass. You're a free agent. That's all he's saying. It's like, and yeah. what are you? You're a never gonna happen. Like... <laughs> yeah, you, you've uh, got a bedtime. Like... <laughs> What are you talking to me Cam for? Cam kills me. He's like, yo, where's your pa? Like, yeah, the entire time. <laughs> he kills me. But yeah, it's just... The whole thing just seemed really, really silly. And I was just... 
it's a weird situation to find like to to find somebody even doing that in like their own camp like it's just stupid yeah not into it um another thing i want to talk about so <laughs> so my lady and i have been on a uh, harry potter marathon and so mm. we've been uh we've been ripping through these movies and uh feeling very uh very invested in this world that is harry potter mm-hmm. and um <laughs> one of the boys i don't know maybe it was you Probably. sent a clip of college quidditch and i was like yo <laughs> that clip killed me like it's basically oh basketball God. but they've got to hold on to the broomstick between their legs and the hoop's not 10 feet the hoop's like six feet and like it's running through and it. there's like the element of like tackling each other I was like, yo, one. Handball, basketball, and fucking football all in one. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, one. Um, It's all fun and games until I accidentally pork somebody with my broomstick (laughs) because I'm running at them with this fucking rod. Like, that is so dangerous. I'm like, how would. I don't know. It's the late. It's the. That, like, watching that footage, if they just took away the broom. That's the coolest sport I've ever seen. Like that's <laughs> that's going in the Olympics. It's gonna be NCAA Quidditch. Watching that sport, I all I could think of was, yo, I could play power forward. Who needs Zion? You got this guy. <laughs> like, what the you, hell? You are built like rec league Zion. Zion. But then I also <laughs> thought the moment I thought that and I felt myself for just like a second too long, I was also thinking to myself. Yeah, but Zion would be even better than I would be. <laughs> so, like, you imagine Zion playing this game. It's not even, it's not 10 foot, it's a 6 foot. This guy's jumping from 20 feet back and just wrecking these average people. <laughs> like, in the moment you put a pro athlete in that kind of clip, then immediately it's just like, that's not fair. Like, but, but that's what I'm saying. But if, if they actually, like, put money into this and had pro athletes <laughs> playing in this game, that could be the sickest sport ever. Like, when you see, like, like different players like Deion Sanders go between sports and all these... Everybody would be playing that on the side. Like, that's that's the best of all worlds. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be unreal. Yeah, I was, uh... I was just... I was loving it, too. Like, the tackles, they were just blowing people up. And, and the thing is, is... All, all my football guys and rugby guys will totally understand this. But, like, when you're playing a contact sport with tackling with people that don't play contact sports they don't know how to brace for hits and they don't know when you're coming and just watching all these average kids running around playing a sport and then like that one kid like blowing everybody up i was like oh man you you see the dude with shoulder pads running in it's like okay (laughs) this guy's coming oh man getting a chance to just light somebody up like there's no better feeling like that's why i played football was so i could light people up like there's no better feeling Mm. so that would have been... I would have had a lot of fun playing that shit as a kid. I really think uh, we should start a Quidditch League out here, but uh, I probably would be on my own. I can't uh, imagine. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to go, like, check all the local theater departments, see if I can find anyone that wants to play with. But then they're all going to be small, so that, I don't want to play. That's the thing. Like I said, they take away the broom, it's a it's a game. It's a game. This one guy you literally... Get this guy literally dunked on somebody in the yeah. clip. <laughs> I was like, the Ugh. goalkeeper got fucking nuts in the face. Like, <laughs> how do you jump that high at a six foot hoop? <laughs> Dude went right through it. And then oh. just sallied on him. Honestly, it made uh, me think of like, can you imagine some like confident. Quidditch dunk contest? He just like jumps his whole body through the basket. Like, they're just like open this, this crazy realm of possibility. They'll just right beforehand light the broom on fire. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that would be too much. That would be so much fun. Like, man, that to me, that was the best part of Harry Potter, was just like Quidditch. But like, they did have six scenes. The only thing though is, I I don't know. I just, I really feel like they didn't do enough with Quidditch, and it just always felt like, you know, what's the point of the snitch? You catch it, game's over. You get like a hundred points, and it basically negates the last half an hour of offensive defensive effort from the yeah. rest of the game. So obviously, you think you'd have more than one person trying to focus on that other than just the seeker 
Like, I think I think that's the idea that if everybody was focused on just that, it'd be a pretty shitty game. Cause like, and the the odd like, it, I think that that's why they made the rules of the one seeker per team. So then there's still a game being played, and if nobody catches that snitch but, by the end of the game. But what I'm saying though is like, yeah, there's one seeker. But is there rule? I mean, it's not like they elaborate on the rules, so I'm speculating a lot. But like, can a couple of the other players come over and also help the seeker? Maybe take out the other team's seeker and just you know dog this guy the whole game so he has no chance while your seeker gets to run free. Like I thought that's what they did. I, I mean, I, don't, I never. I don't see, remember it very much. The but. only in t- from rewatching these movies. The only time I'm seeing the seeker on the other team getting any kind of friction, it's from Harry himself. It's not from the other players. And it just so happens, like, the other thing too, does the Seeker always catch the snitch after every game? Like, it's supposed to be, like, a big thing, but Harry catches it every game we watch, so I'm just like, is it that serious? I mean, that or he just gets, like, you know, he gets messed up on his broom that one time and he almost died, and I don't think he caught it that time, but... Yeah, that's when he caught it in his mouth. No, that was the first one. Isn't the same one? You don't... I'm not even even listening. This guy is... (laughs) I'm coming at you like a serious Harry Potter fan, and this guy's saying, like... What's with the ball in his mouth? No, he caught it on the first one when he <laughs> fell off the broom and he fucked Have you even seen up. all the movies? Yeah, I've seen them all. I've read all the books too, motherfucker. Oh, shit. Kyle can read. There's your new fact of the day. I actually was trying this out with Brittany. I was reading. I've been actually practicing reading out loud because I can read extremely well in my head. But you get that, you get the voice. No, this is actually real because I was uh, listening to a podcast with uh, Joe Coy. He's a famous comedian, but he had a he he's just releasing a book I think next month. But he said the hardest part of it was recording the audiobook for it because he did he read the whole thing. But he's like, it's it's what my problem is is that when I read in my head, I I go but I skip I skip words that I don't need to say like the is it like the the middle yeah, you're the middle scanning. things. Yeah. So but when I speak it out loud, I still my head I'm reading the I'm reading the page and I skip those words in my head. So then when I'm talking, I get lost because I'm not saying those words and it just fucks with me. So yeah. like he, he was saying that he, he had to read his, read a lot of different books out loud just to himself to get used to not skipping those words anymore. Yeah. So I've been starting to do that. I've been trying to just read well, it, books out loud. You definitely need to like work on your confidence too because it's tough getting chirped by a two year old that you can't read. Yeah. Multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no dad. <laughs> We're going to go to mom. We're going to go to mom with this one. <laughs> or she'll take the book herself and just sit in the bed looking at this page. She doesn't know any of the words. She's like, no, dad, I, I'll take care of it. I'll make it up as I go. I know that's what you're doing. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, you, uh, you're telling me you uh, got chirped by some people. Oh, okay. So, another one. So, I, I love podcasts. This is like, I listen to podcasts pretty much all day it's it's my favorite thing to do but there's a really fun one that i've been listening to is are you garbage with uh two comedians h foley and uh kevin ryan but they uh it's basically this uh they have uh comedian comedians and other guests on and they just basically rate how they grew up in their childhood like did you ever drink milk out of the bottle uh like just different shit like that but uh they do a live show on uh, every Thursday, so I was listening to it, and it uh, it's on this app called Stereo. You press a button, you can leave a voice voice message to them. So they basically get people to ask garbage questions, and they determine if it is, and they make jokes about it, whatever. So I do my first one that I said I can't even remember what it was, but they they play it, and the audio was all staticky. Like I don't know what went on, but it was. Static. So they they started saying like whatever must have been a mess up. So I do it again, and they're like, okay, so this crackhead keeps trying to get in here. I don't know what he's doing, but they basically just spent the next two, three, maybe maybe four minutes roasting me, and I can't respond because I'm just sitting on the side. I'm yelling at my phone because <laughs> like when somebody starts talking shit, I like I want to go back and forth, but they just sat there talking shit about me. Hey, Kyle's like, muted. They, there's 60 viewers. There's 60 people listening to them and laughing at me. And I know it's funny because I'm listening to it too, but it, I can't go back and forth. <laughs> but I've never really been on that side. Like, it was something... Because, like, when we're talking, like, we'll sometimes talk shit about our friends or whatever. Yeah. But they they might be listening and, like, be like, fuck these guys. 
but I've never been on that side where somebody's actually talking about me personally. <laughs> and it was, it was a weird, weird situation. I think, I think those are really funny, like, the idea of, like, people being live and, like, responding to com- people that yeah. are commenting. I just think it's a really funny uh, situation because, like you said, like, you'll say something... And they'll interpret it however they want to interpret it, depending on the mm-hmm. medium and what was said and everything. But like, like I said, you, they just chirp you, and you don't get to say shit back. So they just yeah. get to be the funny guy that just like puts you down and like move on. And you're like, hey, I want to fight back, but you're like, yeah. you're like respond or like clarify because I'm I'm not an idiot. I swear, like that's how you're feeling. But yeah. like, you just have to Honestly. take your L because you can't really redeem. That's yourself. why we need to get this podcast pop because I need to I need to clap back. <laughs> about my, my whole to... life is to get onto this show just to be like you guys suck shit this one time <laughs> i've been listening off the shit that makes you garbage i think i uh this so this one time i was like um i'm scrolling through instagram and i got a notification that someone i follow was like live and um i clicked on it and uh it was a uh, an instagram model alexi pantera um she's like famous for like twerk videos so like she, you know, there's some pretty thirsty, <laughs> thirsty people in her comment section for sure. Like mm. people saying ignorant shit. Like any every Instagram model knows this. I mean, see, not even Instagram. Every girl knows. <laughs> she got thirsty guys. Well, those are also the people paying her to be going live, right? <laughs> With, well, them she has no job. <laughs> Anyways, this the, the the live stream was literally just started, and like she's not even talking. She's like sitting there, like doing like some like small workouts on the ground her friend is like the one with the phone and uh i think one of the comments like literally we're like two minutes in so like that's why this really was jokes um and this guy comments like oh damn baby what i would do with an hour with you or, or something along those lines and she her friend laughs and like starts like telling her what this guy just said <laughs> and she's like mid crunch and she like stops and she like sits up and she looks at the camera she's like an hour? Bro, you couldn't even get through a two-minute live stream. Give me a break. <laughs> I was just like, damn, she killed this guy. It's over. And this guy's like, I don't, I don't know what to say. I was about to be the... No, I'm an alpha. Like, <laughs> I thought it was cute. <laughs> it just kills me. Like, I don't know. So, some people are just so ignorant. It's just like, you're so stupid. But... But that's that's like the that's the cool thing about the Instagram lives and going Facebook lives, the stereo app, is that like if you do it, it's it's your your show and people are jumping in. But you got you were just you have me on the sideline, and this interaction between two people now probably made like a hundred, two hundred people laugh. Just <laughs> yep. just that quick quick moment, and then it just <laughs> keeps going. And that's that's the beauty of live because you you can't get that anywhere else. Yeah, I think it's funny. To- I see. I think it's funny. Sometimes I see people go live that aren't famous. Like there's a there's this girl I used to work with, and like we have each other on Instagram, or whatever. And she's like, I think she was just getting drunk with some of her friends. I don't know what she was doing, but the thing was, is I literally it was like I was about to go to bed. It's pretty late. It was probably like midnight or something like that. And like I'm just like mashing on like my story screen. So, like, I'm just, like, blasting through all these stories, not really paying attention to anything. Yeah. And then I, like, clicked... Hers was, like, live, and I clicked on it, and I watched it for five seconds, I think. I just commented trash emojis, (laughs) (laughs) and then as I'm hitting the disconnect, I hear... Hey Dustin, because I'm like two, one of two followers, two people watching her live, <laughs> and I just think trash emojis, and then I hear her friends be like, "Isn't that your old manager or something?" <laughs> I leave it. She doesn't even get a chance to tell me what's going on. She just gets a, a moment to acknowledge I joined the live. <laughs> trash this emojis. Piece of shit. <laughs> I had two. Oh, no man. <laughs> I was like, I was laughing so hard, like, the next day, because I I think it was, I was telling somebody, and, uh, yeah, just, like, reliving it, and, like, when I was tired, like, in the moment, I'm just like, 
trash. <laughs> and I like went back to bed. I didn't even think anything of it. But like reliving the moment the next day, I was telling somebody, I was like, what I did. I was like, You're such wow. A hater. I was like, wow, that was pretty ignorant. I'm an asshole. <laughs> she's like, she's trying to be like, oh, I want people to see what's going on with me. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, thanks, Dustin. She gets one comment on her live and it's me calling her trash. <laughs> I'm a dick. Like I'm over here, like uh, like maybe going live, but that's that's the scary part of it. If you're not famous and you try and do something that famous people do, it's like, why the fuck am I listening to you? <laughs> like, because realistically, when you actually when you sit down and you look, when like comedians or actors or whatever, when they go live on anything, they're not doing anything. They're just being regular people, yeah. but in front of a camera, and like thousands of people just watch them do it. But if you're just a regular person doing regular shit, get the fuck out of here. Jump off a jump off a water slide or do so, do something stupid and hurt yourself. Otherwise, we don't care. You're not famous, and that's what um, I'm scared of. <laughs> like I'm not famous at all, but I want to start doing shit to like try and try and like uh, kind of build a presence to become famous. Like how the fuck do you get famous? <laughs> like like I don't even know how to be famous. I don't even know how to be like fake famous. Don't get your expectations too high. But um No, I, they're high as hell. I'm taking over the world one day. There was uh there was For sure more... getting on our you garbage podcast. Damn shit. <laughs> There's one more news story that I heard that I thought was pretty funny. Um this rapper Da Baby, ever heard of him? Mm, yeah, I did. Do you hear Oh me? no, I was I was thinking about a uh, different one, Lil Nas. Sorry, little Nas, little Nas X posted a picture and said he got he was, he was like got bored, got some new tits, and it's him with just fucking huge fake tits, like from like some acting set. <laughs> but like he posted it, and everybody's like, he they look legitimately real, and everybody just thought he did. And like two days later, he tweeted out, "My managers took my phone away. I'm not like, making pranks anymore." <laughs> That's actually really good. Yeah, I, I thought that was the same guy. They all they all looked the same to me. I yeah. Don't know. Well, there was this, oh, the, you know, quick tangent on the story I was about to tell, but there was this waste man comedian that I, I used to follow on Instagram. I can't remember his name. It was like a year ago. He, like, put these prosthetic tits on, and he just, like, walked around taking pictures with his tits out. I was just like, man... What is this? <laughs> like, I was this like, it entrepreneurship, looked, it Dustin. It entrepreneurship. Looked, it looked so real, but it was so gross. <laughs> I, 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 okay, I don't know why I'm hard, but <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I want to hate it, but I like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well well <laughs> everything just uh turned off again so uh yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're at the the 24 hour bidding fucking studio <laughs> we're making, <laughs> making a couple couple budget cuts so uh <laughs> yeah we lost the last 10 minutes of uh everything so uh cool i guess um yeah end it with a good laugh i guess <laughs> end it there uh check us out on all the platforms we got tiktoks going uh we're gonna be on the declaration podcast ty declare we're gonna post that uh links to that when uh, it comes out and uh thanks again for watching we'll uh we'll see you next time peace oh